0: The formula for wealth that I wrote in my book, Money. So I wrote a book called Money, No More, Make More, Give More. And it originated from me being in debt and not making any. Some people say money doesn't make you happy, mate. Fucking does. I've done an A-B split test over many years. (laughs) Parallel universe thinking, been skid for years, been rich. Which one do I prefer? The same one you'd prefer, if you were honest. I remember I got a Vauxhall Astra with rusty wheel arches for my first car. So I thought, well, I'm going to do some improvements to that. And in Peterborough, what you do is you lower it and you put a big bore exhaust on it and a K&N air filter. It's how we roll in Peterborough. 40 extra brake horsepower made this thing look beautiful. Mutton dressed as lamb, of course. Went down McDonald's car park and they all go wanker. So I thought, you know what? You can hate me. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to give good value. I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to make a difference. And then I'm going to buy a Ferrari. And then let's see what you say. So I bought my first Ferrari, 430 Spider, a few years later. Went down Peterborough High Street. And what did they do? Oh wanker. Skin rich, still a wanker. There's a bit more to my book than that, by the way. So my formula for wealth on the flip charts that we don't have. Um, w equals V plus F E times L. W equals V plus F-E times L. You may have read about it. You may have heard me talk about it a bit. Uh, Unless you're raking in about £5 million a year, there's still more to learn in this formula for you. This works for blockchains, cryptos, startups, scale-ups, mom-and-pop businesses, big corporate machines, bedroom businesses, global businesses. This formula is the architecture behind all value creation, all medium of exchange, all transactional value. So I think that this will really help you. So W, of course, stands for wealth, wealth equals, and V stands for value. Now, when I was a poor artist going, I hate the world, and the world doesn't understand my art, listening to Rage Against the Machine, giving it some of that, you know, I am a victim. The world's greedy and evil, all this capitalist, you know, evil, dirty bastards taking my share of the money. That's how I thought back then. I had no idea in my little house, not selling anything to anyone. You can do good work, but if the world doesn't get the value of that good work, you're not going to grow your wealth. So value is a balance of doing good work, i.e. you've had feedback from people that they've got problems and pains and you solve them. You have a mission and a message and an art and an idea inside you and you share that with personality and with courage but equally, the world's got to see it. No one's going to go and view art in the dark. I'm not going to be known for my art if, I, if no one has ever bought my work. So there's, there's this paradox in value. Maybe the paradox is the wrong word because it, it, it's almost like that's a conflict. It's not a conflict. It's an elegant balance. If you care enough about the world to find out what their problems are, meaningful problems that they want solving, and you do good, meaningful work solving those problems, you get rich if you want to. If you don't, give it to me. Okay, that that went down badly. That's not going to (laughs) happen. JV maybe? No, no. Okay, but some of you will think you are putting good value out to the world. Well, maybe you are, but not enough people. Maybe you think you are, but the world doesn't think you are. Now, most of the world want it the other way around. Oh, well, I'll work hard. I want to get a pay rise because I'm not paid what I'm worth. That's not how the world works. You're a consultant. Pay me first, then I'll deliver my IT contract for you. That's not how the world works. The world does not work like that. If the world worked like that, none of us would survive. We'd all kill each other. Because we'd have one transaction, you screwed me over, you're dead. Sorry, I pointed at you, sir. This wasn't your fault. (laughs) Yeah. So you have to put the value out first. You have to, oh, here's another thing, because it's not even in the formula, but consistency. You have to do it long enough for the world to see it. A lot of people, are like, oh well, I'm doing this so well, then five minutes later, I'm doing this so well, and I'm trying really hard over here. Five minutes there, five minutes there, five minutes there, five minutes there. There's no value in that. Okay. So next part of the wealth formula is FE. Now this one is. I went through a lot of baggage around this for most of my life, if I'm honest. And honest. And I think if you can get this right, you're gonna really be successful. And probably pretty happy along the way. And FE stands for fair exchange. So two extremes. Unfair exchange, unfair exchange. In the middle, in the balance, is fair exchange. Now, both extremes are unfair exchange. And you'll look at other people or yourself and convince yourself that this extreme could be, or this extreme could be fair exchange, but it's not fair exchange. So this extreme is, you charge a tenner, but give... A fiver. And this extreme is you charge a fiver, but give a tenner. Artists and creatives, people like me in my old days, we're often doing this, getting year by year more bitter and resentful to the world. And then we start meditating, but there's still no fucking money raining down. And then over here is greed. Not caring about the world or your clients. Just making a fast buck, schemes, scams and everything else. So I've, I've broken it down completely simplistically. Now let's add a little bit of more layers to it. Here you overcharge or over promise and under deliver. Here you rip off. Or here you think you're doing a good service and you intend to, but you can't sustain the overhead. Or you can't deliver the product because you grow too fast or whatever. That's all here. It's not always just intention. Here is, I'm scared of charging for my worth. I'm fearing being judged. I just want to help people. The work, you know, money isn't important. Now, also, here's something interesting. You charge a fiver and it costs you £4 today. but to deliver it by a year's time, it's now cost you a tenner. So in both extremes, it can be naivety of the realities of business. But here's the thing. If you undercharge for your work... You can't sustain your overhead because you haven't put enough profit margin into your fees. So then you go bust and the client that you cared for to give them a discount, you've now screwed over because you've gone bust and you can't serve them. How's that any better than up front being honest and ripping them off? Remember, I'm not judging. I'm, I'm just saying. So if you relate more to this end, you need to increase your fees. You need to... Not just think about what you've done today or last year or the last three years. You need to think about what you've done your whole life. School, university, the travel, the education, the successes, the failures. Everything that you've ever done in your whole life should be worked into your fees. And if it's not, they're probably too low. Now, of course, there's that fair exchange, isn't it? Because if you go, oh, well, Rob said... And now you're whacking your fees up and they're ridiculous, and the value doesn't equate. Remember back to the first part of the equation you're going to be over here. But the Sultan of Brunei pays £5,000 for a haircut, and Roman Abramovich commissioned a boat which is going to be somewhere between 300 million and 1 billion. Patek Philippe's hundreds of thousands of pounds, Richard Meals hundreds of thousands of pounds, hypercars in the millions. If I were to encourage you to do anything, it would be to be on the side of expensive. Because you can always drop your price, but you can't do it the other way around. Let me give you a reverse discount. I've changed my mind. Bargain, double the price. Doesn't work. Although if you're married long enough, it feels like that. Okay. are you in true fair exchange? Now, at the moment in the world, I don't think we've ever been as connected with the world and as interactive with clients, followers, fans, consumers, Critics, trolls, haters and wankers. The whole lot. Like within a nanosecond or the speed of light. Well, I, I put it, it's about 188,000 kilometres per second, something like that, the speed of light. That's how quickly you can connect with your customers now. So if you're telling me you don't know what their customer, your customers' problems and pains are, you're just not watching, you're not listening. You simply go in and ask them, what do they want? And where you get the majority, you give them that. OK, final one on the world formula then. So that's fair exchange. And then finally, the L is leverage. Now I wrote another book called Life Leverage. Oh, well, you can't truly leverage, Rob. No such thing as passive income. Ask Slade about passive income. In 1970-something, they wrote a really shit Christmas number one that you're now singing in your head. (laughs) And they've been earning half a million quid a year since. Fuck it, I'll pick up a guitar. Gratuitous swearing aside. Leverage is how many subscribers, followers, fans, buyers, users, data. How much of that have you got? Now... Instagram sold for 3.5 billion. They had 15 staff. They sold to Facebook. What was the value in Instagram? The users. The users. Twitter sold or raised billions pre-revenue. The users is the value. YouTube, the users was the value that Google bought YouTube. If someone sponsors your podcast, what do they want? Downloads. You've had 1,000 downloads, I'll give you 40 quid. You've had 100,000 downloads, I'll times that by 100. You've had a million downloads, I'll times that by another 100. People pay you, the world, VCs, sponsors pay you for users. Nike, they'll sponsor Maria Sharapova or Rory McIlroy or whoever. Why? Because they're getting to followers, fans, users. Users have value. Every customer, follower, fan, like, share, whatever, now to you has a monetary value. So if there's something aside from this formula I could, I could say to you, and it would be a separate talk, um, which if you follow me around, I'll do at some point. I've done a few already. It is, I think the, the best asset that you can invest in is your personal brand. And I'm saying that as a property investor. But my personal brand has no fucking tenants whatsoever. My podcast has no tenants. My podcast, no boilers go in my podcast, which is nice. My most expensive house, the boiler's gone three times in three years. So this personal brand, all of the assets that you have on social media, build them, invest in them. Of course, if you ever launch some kind of crypto or something disruptive to the market, you have users. Okay. So that's L, leverage, is that. Now, of course, there's there's financial leverage, there's time leverage, there's all sorts of other leverage. Read my book Money, read my book Life Leverage. That's a talk for another day.